Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first post-America apocalyptic Wait. episode. Uh, post-apocalyptic? Yeah, Donald Trump is the president. <laughs> gonna... The world has it's ended. It's over. And we would like to welcome you <laughs> to the... another, to hopefully... From the bunker. With <laughs> live from the underground bunker. Uh, of three beers in, coming to you live. We're not actually coming to you live. This is a podcast now. I'm still, I'm still thinking that we're live. I kind of want to go live again. But here I am. Yeah. Uh, we're doing three beers in. My name is Dom. Across from me is Rob, and to my right is our co-host, who with the most, oh. uh, Eric Ricardi. Thank you. And we got uh, Froggy Mink Coat in the booth over there. And all of us together, we make up three beers in. And uh, how are we all doing, Rob? How do you feel? I've been riding high for. Two days now, so I'm, I'm great. You've been riding this high, and, uh, oh, yeah. Eric. How are you? I'm feeling, feeling great. You're feeling I'm good. I'm feeling too? great. Froggy, no one cares. But how do you do? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing great, <clears throat> especially right. after the results from Tuesday. So, so everyone is doing well, and uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, usually we like to like to joke around the show a little bit. I was a little being a little jokingly uh, right before we started here, but there's a little bit. Of, there's a, there's something that I want to say, and uh, I'm doing this candidly, of course, and. This has nothing to do with three beers in, but uh, there's a serious, serious uh, issue in America right now with this election, and a lot of people are extremely upset, and there's a lot of, um, just a lot of anger out there right now, and uh, I implore everyone to, if you are protesting, you know, protest peacefully without hurting anyone. And tune in. Because you do have the right to do so, and um, you know what, let's just take a moment here to just... Let this all just wash over us, and <clears throat> let's just try to get together and and, and uh, you know hold hands and and bind together as one, and and let's see what happens. So if we'd all what? just hold hands here what? for a second, Why? give me a hand, Rob. Let's pick our hands up. This is unity. All right, we're all holding hands. This is visual. There it is. <laughs> we could have done <laughs> this without. <laughs> well, we all held hands, and uh, you know what? I just hope that be. Listen, I I don't mind seeing people protest. I I think it's a wonderful thing that people uh, <clears throat> take to the streets. And uh, are able to voice their opinions uh, without uh, any type of repercussion from the government. But But their opinion is they don't like the way democracy has chosen. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can definitely disagree with the election. I'm not saying you could. So, I mean, disagreeing with the election. If you're if you're upset with the fact that democracy worked, then obviously you have a problem. It seems like what they're protesting. But but if you're going out there and you're voicing your disdain for the candidate and who is the president now, I have no problem with that at all. I mean, people are upset. They wanted Hillary to win. She didn't win. They have their opinions on Trump. Whether they're true or not, they have the right to voice their opinions, and that's that. But I don't they, know why you What do they want out of these opinions? They're just they're, protest. Well, what are protests even for? What, I Wait, mean, you, you're, you're just showing to... your... There's, you're showing your... No, I'm not, I don't disagree with protests. You're expressing your anger in a I, way. I you're channeling that. that energy into a, an avenue that we have in this country that is protected by our Constitution. And that's what I'm trying to say. There's a silver lining in this situation, I think. And that's people are able to protest and voice their opinions freely because that's what this country is all about. That's what I believe. I mean, I see people I'm not protesting. With you, I don't. I don't. I'm not sense. saying that I agree with the protest, but I'm saying that I'm proud of people that they are. They're it's a little hypocritical. Is all I'm saying. I mean, listen. I mean, you you can't. I mean, who who the pe- the people? What, what what's the yeah? The what, protest what, is hypocrisy with them. They're upset. Ew. 
I'm upset with what just that was. Your throat, your throat <laughs> yeah, I think there's, um, you know, there's a difference. If they're protesting the democratic process that we have, then that's a problem. But if they're just protesting because Donald Trump won, which I think yeah. that's probably what they're protesting. Yeah, that's you're allowed I... to do that, and you, like you said, peacefully, as long as it's peaceful. Yeah, it's peaceful. You're allowed to express how you feel, and that's fine. And I don't, you know. And I also implore I everyone. I also implore everyone who is deeply involved in social media. And deeply downrange on, on all types of media. Be very careful what you read and what you see, because most of the stuff you read and see is there to make you upset, to make you angry, and make you feel a certain way that you probably wouldn't feel if you actually just took a look at the facts and formulated your own opinion. Okay, we live in a day and age where information is so readily available, and we do not take the time to try to understand who put this message out there. Okay, and a lot of people just get tied up in it, and I don't blame them. Okay, it's very easy. It's very easy for anyone to just get angry with what you see, but you need to really just take the time to try to just make your own opinions out there, people. Okay, formulate your own opinions, and don't just go by a blurb or a picture you saw mm. on Facebook or Instagram. I'm just telling people to. That's what I want people to do: is wake up and 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 start Sheeple. thinking for yourself. Sheeple. Start thinking for yourself because it's it's just when you surrender to the memes. And the you, memes have oneness. And, and if you surrender, <laughs> and if you surrender to a picture of a swastika that says "Make America White Again," who, okay, who put that? I, that was one of the things that came up on on Facebook. Was someone just uh, you know spray painted what? No one knows who did that. Okay, mm, right. and if it's a, and if it's an ignorant white person that did that, you cannot just wash everyone who voted for Donald Trump and say you are all racist now, you are all bigots because one person decided to make a graffiti of a swastika. And that, and I'm trying to tell people you need to just pay attention and formulate your own opinions based on facts. Okay, find the facts, verify them as facts, and then make your opinions. Yeah, and I think you make a really good point. Just as a quick example, today I was do I went on Google and I searched, you know, Trump's first hundred days, and there was a bunch of articles that came up, and about half of the articles are, are in the headline are saying Trump's first hundred days are going to be a nightmare mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then if you actually go and you read the whole thing he has for his first hundred days and what's he want, what he wants to do. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I mean, formulate yeah. your own opinion, like of you course, said. Yeah. But when you go and you read a headline that says it's going to be a nightmare, you're going into it already with a preconceived notion that yeah. it's going to be bad. Do Don't you, do that. Yeah, you already <clears throat> feel like you're. On, it's an uphill battle, right? Just because you read that headline. Go to the web. Go to his website. Go read it. Just see for yourself what it says without the the uh, headline that's going to try to convince you of something before you even know what it is. Did you um? Did you actually? Read into the article to see what they were saying is specifically bad. No, I I didn't want to because a lot of it's clickbait, as they call it. Clickbait you know, and that's what they want. Clickbait. They want you to bigly. go and bigly. click it. It's bigly clickbait, and bigly. I don't support that. You see, and, no, I agree with you because personally, I went on and I looked up the uh, the, the first hundred days. I read it myself of what he wanted to do. I, I read every single little thing. There's things I agree with a lot, and there's some things I disagree with. That's it. There's some things that he may do that's going to come out of left field that people aren't going to expect, and it might it might make it people panic even more. But right now, the problem is like what Dom's saying is nobody's checking their facts, nobody's going in, finding out why they're protesting right. exactly, 
And the problem that's happening is that they're actually people are getting violent. I don't know if you guys seen what happened to that guy in Chicago yeah, today. That guy got beat up pretty bad. That is one of the worst things I think I've ever seen. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely is. You know, when you talk about a fascist person who's become the president, you know, everyone says that he's a fascist and a, and a bigot and all this. You know, the moment that you are attacked for your opinion or your belief in the United States. That's that's the fascism right there. That is the that is the bullying. That yeah. is that is the the true evil right there. If you if you cannot respect someone's opinion, okay, and it's not like I mean Trump didn't go in there and just barge, just walk right in and take the presidency. People voted for him. He was elected in. So if 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 people really didn't want him in there, it wouldn't have happened this way. Right. Okay. At least that's what my opinion is. But when you looked at the Rob, did you look at the first 100 days? Oh yeah. And did, did, were you satisfied with it? <clears throat> I think they're all really, really good points. Um, some are going to be a little more difficult than others to get through. What do you think is one of the most difficult? Uh... Well, term limits is going to be near impossible to get through. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why would any politician like want to? Well, I mean, yeah, he's like, going to use you it. Go I, I, lose your job. I think he's going to be able to use it as a bit of a uh, not a threat, but definitely a. Um, a f- uh, acid test, so to speak, because whoever on board. whoever doesn't vote for it is not going to get reelected. He's going to make sure that he's very vocal of who did not vote for it. Right. Yeah, that's so another thing that. too. How is he going to act amongst his peers? Like, what is he like? I, it's just such an interesting well, thing well, because the was, man is not. I was talking to people at work about that, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are nervous about him. <clears throat> Because I mean, I've I followed it extremely closely. I know, you know, I, I consider myself to be a lot more knowledgeable on the minutia I don't know of, what you're of Donald Trump. The, the you know, not just the the, the, no, fu- not, the fugu, not just yes, the fugu. <laughs> okay, not just now the, I understand. Not just the um, <laughs> you know, the quotes that you see. Like you know, I've seen the context of what's said, and all this inflammatory stuff. <clears throat> Ugh. Jesus. Excuse oh me. I had a God chicken God. roll before I got here. Oh. I can smell it. Yeah. Huh. No, so, like, all this inflammatory stuff that he's been saying, you have to understand, he said it when he was talking in a rally for talking for two hours straight off the top of his head. Yeah. yeah. It just came out. It's not It's not a prepared speech that he that this came in. It was just him filling it up for people. So, like, you know, you, you can't yeah. understand. Like, he doesn't, every single thing he said, it can't, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, look I, at I what he just... wrote. Look at his plans to do stuff, and they're not bad. And I'm really excited for the taxes. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be awesome making ten percent more money <laughs> overnight. Ten percent, at Listen, least ten percent, probably not a more. Bad thing. It's not I, a bad I think if I think if people just uh, took a moment to calm down, look at how. I mean, but look the, at how he's reacting to this whole situation. You he's know, when humbled he, very. When he very came s- out when he came much. out to deliver his victory speech. I was expecting him to bash Hillary Clinton. I don't know why. I mean, that's just the way... That was his persona throughout this right. whole thing. So I expected him to be like, Crooked Hillary is lost, or something stupid like that. Yeah. Right. Sort of, yeah. But he came out extremely humble, and it seemed like he was sincere. Now, how much of that was politics? I don't know. Well, no, it's why is the guy no, a politician it, it because, It's it because he's not trying to get elected anymore. Okay. So he's, he's a master negotiator. You aim high... All right, and then you go down, and he's there. Now he's just <laughs> he's going. He's coming in for a landing, you know. Like that's what's going on. It seems that um, you know the meeting today with Barack Obama went well. I mean, they both seem very humble. I thought Hillary Clinton's concession speech was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. Okay, she 
She spoke that was about hard her, for her to she do. She spoke about her movement, and she was a, she was a true professional with it, and I thought that that was excellent. And, uh, you know, I think the best part of this whole presidential election was the end because it's over. <laughs> Thank God. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The people oh. who won and who lost did so with dignity and with respect. Right. And I think that is something that we all have to pay attention to and enjoy. But the people that are reacting harshly and, uh, you know, with a lot of hatred, I mean, this is coming from the side of the aisle that's most progressive and, and most understanding well, and, and most, like, accepting. Yet, I mean, they're so upset that, that their candidate well, did not Well, a lot win. of that's fabricated. That's not, those aren't real protests. You really think that spontaneously thousands of people in every single city in the country just showed up one day? Well, it wasn't thousands of people. I mean, the protests that I saw, there was like maybe about Manhattan six, was like, there was thousand, like six, over a thousand people. There was people about sixty people in Philadelphia that blocked a roadway and actually just moved. Like they moved out of the way for the cars to go, and then they went back <laughs> in the road. Like they then. were actually just standing there and just playing. Well, it looked Philly's like street weird. If you look at the signs they carry, they're all pretty similar. Well, I think in Manhattan, what probably happened is you know people sort of bunch of other people walking and they probably just joined hey in. what's going on <laughs> they were just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, join this walk <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> you know but i think that uh, i think the once problem the, once the dust settles i think it's going to be okay. the problem i have with these people protesting is not that they are it's that they were probably the same people who made the biggest deal in the world when donald trump said he might not accept the results okay you know and yeah. they were probably the first ones to say how could you compromise with the transfer of power this way. And then, like, you know, now they're going out and saying, he's not my president and all this shit. Well, to say he's not my president, I think, is just a well, personal he, statement. He is and your he president. is going to be your president. He you is don't your have a choice on that. Choice. It's I would like to, however, That's maybe democracy. officially, um, the three beers in, to just maybe try to, after tonight's show, all of us do our own personal research as to all of the celebrities that said they were going to move to Canada, <laughs> and I would like to keep a tally. They're of, already backpedaling. Amy well, Schumer. Well, that's the thing. I want them to actually we'll, make a tally we'll of those track, that yeah. go. Yeah, I want keep to see who actually it. goes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You, saw, you saw what Martin Scarelli did? Martin Scorsese? Martin Scarelli is the best troll in the he, world. It's, it's unbelievable. He actually he, he tweeted to all of the celebrities that said they're going to leave. He's like, listen, i got a private jet. Whenever you're ready, hit yeah. me up, and I'll fly you out there. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. <laughs> He's that's also started releasing the new Wu-Tang album. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't listened. Is it, is you know, it, actually it going was on? only released. It was only one copy. And he owns it, and he owns it. And that's pretty. <laughs> but I mean, he, Ghostface Killer tried to have him killed for it. It was actually there was a big feud between them two. He paid two million dollars. I mean, after it. he purchased the album, after he purchased it, yeah, they and wanted did the it, whole pill thing or whatever. He did the whole thing. They wanted it back. Yeah, <laughs> they got two million dollars for it. I think so. Yeah, it was very what? expensive. Yeah, why would All they right. want it back at that price? So I think now I think it might be time for us to go on to our beer review. Um... So, Eric, uh, why don't you tell our listeners what we're drinking this week and, okay. uh, and how it is and stuff like that. So, I know, it just go. takes a while because my laptop shit. So, this week, uh, we are drinking a beer from Kona Brewing Company, and it's Longboard Island Lager. And according to Kona on their website, Longboard Island Lager is a smooth, refreshing lager fermented and aged for weeks at cold temperatures to yield its exceptionally smooth flavor. A delicate, slightly spicy hop aroma complements the multi body of this beer. And what we have here is 20 IBUs. It's 4.6% alcohol by volume. And the malts in this are pale. And it says in parentheses, premium two row. Ooh, I love okay. two row malts. Premium at that. Premium ones. <laughs> and the hops are Mount Hood, Hallertau, 
Sterling and Millennium. The Millennium Hops have been coming around. Are they Ascension Millennium Hops? <laughs> Ascension. Oh, there's. Uh, <laughs> let me read this real quick. Suggested food pairings. Ooh. Longboard Island Lager typically pairs well with lighter fare, but has enough flavor and body to stand up to some heartier foods too. Try some with herb chicken on mixed greens. Oh. Garlic twist and Greek pizza. What's a garlic twist? Wait. Yeah, what, it says garlic what, what, twist. Why were they so specific? Yeah, about what is chicken? it to be a mixed greens? I, this is what it says. <laughs> What's this a Greek what pizza? It says. A Greek, chicken. Greek pizza is on there. Why'd you have to bring so that? So that's up? what we have. I wanted to ignore so, the Greek pizza. <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to make that mention. So, so, so that's what we're Eric, Eric, what's on a Greek pizza? There's a lot of stuff on it. Give me know? the ingredients. He doesn't even know. Go- <laughs> goat, goat cheese. Goat cheese. Feta cheese. Goat. It's a pita feta with cheese. goat and feta. Yeah, and maybe the, tzatziki and, sauce. And the tzatziki <laughs> sauce. <laughs> that's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's good. It's good. All right, so when we get this beer in a glass, it is a very straw, pale, pale yellow. Uh, you can practically see right through it. Uh, when the condensation's wiped off, I mean it's a it's your classic. Uh, what is this Coors Light looking color? You know? Yeah, it's very close to Coors Light in color. You know, it doesn't look appealing. This type of color. No, it looks more like Hogan. Maybe well, a little less. Oh, cloudy. No, it's not cloudy. Hogan's almost a little more white to it. Like that's yeah, yeah. it's a lot less cloudy. So when uh, you see there's some excellent carbonation here, not much of a head when you pour it in, but then when we uh, get a nose on it here, oh. There's a spiciness there to it, but it smells fairly malty, um, and it it seems appealing when you put it on your nose. It's not that bad. Yeah, you get not, the, you get right. the it smells very light. I get a little bit of spice there too. It's a little spicy, nothing crazy though. It's it, medium to high carbonation uh, when we have the um, when you, and there's a fullness to this beer that I really really enjoy. Like it's a rich rich texture to it. I tell you, I, I, you don't expect the fullness at all. Fairly drinkable when too. You, uh, when you see the color of this beer and 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 yeah, how it's presenting it all itself. Fits. Fairly drinkable. I could drink some herb chicken over drink, mixed drink, greens you with this. Drink some herb. You drink that? chicken. You can drink the I herb chicken. I eat some herb, herb oh, chicken. There we go. I, I'll say this right now off the bat before I start getting any further into this. I could probably drink like six of these in in, in a matter of like. I could drink a twelve pack of these. Like at no problem, easily. And you know we don't really do a lot of lager beer on our show. We really don't. We're more. Because it's hard a, to find craft lager. I think it's because it's lager. harder to make lager. Lager. It's, lager. It's, it's very crisp. This yeah. is a very, very crispy. Yeah, it's like a very How come Eric's stuff? looks so much clearer than ours. I think because we got condensation. I also think it's the glass, or it could be the glass, because it looks like our glass no. uh, is insulated in a way. It looks like there's two is there layers stuff here. At the bottom? I think our glasses are insulated, and his is like one layer. Um, you think maybe that's there's like a. I don't know because you know what? Look, look, this one's a thin glass, but look, it looks different. Get the consolation out of there. A consolation. <laughs> Get the steam. No, it's still a little bit. When you hold it up yeah. to the light, a little, little cloud. Well, I, I mean, know. he's also using a uh, what is that? A Pilsner, Pilsner glass. glass. So a Pilsner glass. That's actually not a Pilsner glass. No, that's not a Pilsner glass. Pilsner glass would be it's a, a large tulip. That's a oh, uh, that's right. Tulip. You're like right. So what is that? Yeah. Just an, It's just. If a anything, that's the, probably the glass. That's all. That he actually would need for that, but I, I really do enjoy this beer. Do you guys like it? It's Not good. Bad. I really do like it. Are we gonna give a rating? Or are we gonna, we gonna skip that? Hmm. You want to do? I mean, it's up to you. We always I can give a consistency is key. Rob, what would you give this one? Six. Why a six? Yeah, it's just good. <laughs> it's not really the. There's nothing special about it. It's just, like, it's like, it's it's just good. good. It's just good. That's it. Like, you How about know. you, Eric? Um, I give it a six and a half, uh, mainly because it is drinkable and I like how it tastes. But I feel like it's not. 
it's not full. Nothing I, I know stands you out. Talked about how full it was, but to me, it doesn't feel as full as it probably could. So I, I I'm gonna lower oh, a little. I, I didn't mean full in body. Just like the taste is enough taste there for you to. Just yeah, I don't it. think there. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think there's enough for that for me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it has enough taste. So I, you know, easy to drink, crisp. Definitely recommend on a summer day. But uh, yeah, I would day. give it a six and a half. Yeah, this is a fairly good summer beer for me. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Because uh, it's extremely drinkable. Like, I've had two of them already, and it's um, they've gone down really easy. And the alcohol by volume on here, I, I think you did mention, it's only 4.6 alcohol yeah, by volume. That's so, it. So that's fairly low. And uh, for me, I, I mean, it goes down really smooth. It's a very, very smooth beer, and I, I would enjoy drinking this. Yeah, no, what about I, you? I, I definitely, <laughs> no, I definitely agree on that. Like, honestly, I mentioned oh. before I could drink a lot of them. Mm, that's, that's good. That's nice. Run right, gotta try to move your face out of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> as far as far as I don't know, like not full tasteful body, whatever it is. But honestly, for what it is, it's good. Honestly, for what it is, I think you it's like right. what it is. I'm gonna give it a six. For well, what I didn't it expect, is, honestly, I saw a Kona, a Kona longboard. I didn't really expect much. I know what a Kona is. You know, what's a Kona? Wait, what's, what's, a what's a Kona? I don't know. Like a Kona beer brewing. I've had other beers from the oh, Big right. Wave. I've had Castaway IPA. Honestly. Their beers aren't something that are going to come at you with a load of ingredients or, or a are big high profile. Hawaii? It's a California brewery. It's a California. We've beer. had so much California. I accidentally beer all the beer I bought for the live stream was California. That's accident. incredible. Just, they have a lot of breweries out there. I'm not Except even going to do it. I'm going to do it straight down the middle with this one. It probably won't Shouldn't come out that, that bad. Actually. No, wow. Shouldn't have done that. I came out. Well, of you didn't expect it. I'm going to recover. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. Came out. It's good. definitely drinkable. I'm, uh, That's how you recover right there. Yeah. I've always been good at pouring. But it's good. It's not going to get Wait, what did you official give it? What? <laughs> I said six and a half. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, six and a half. I like it because it's extremely drinkable, and I've already had uh, several million, mm. and it's been good the whole time. But if we want to get, do we want to go back to the political talk? Actually, before we jump into that, I want to tell people who are our, our, our listeners that our live stream was an extreme success. Okay? An oh. extreme success. And I'm going to come right out and tell you guys that all throughout the platforms, our three beers in was reached by 8,420 people. Let's get a round of applause for three beers in to have to agree. We reached that many people in one day. Now, granted, it was a very full day. It was 12 and a half hours of nonstop streaming. We did stop once in a while, took some breaks, ran some commercials, but I think we had a wonderful time. We had excellent phone calls from our from our ex- extinguished guests. And they came on the air and they gave us their opinions and stuff like that. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, you know, it's just going to be uh, nothing but uphill from here. You know, I think that, uh, you know, have, reaching that many people in one day, I mean, come on. It's crazy. Think about no, it. That's pretty good. It's crazy. That's great. Rob, what did you think about the stream overall? Uh, I thought it was a resounding success. Yes. Uh, we were surprised we were able to talk for that long. Uh, without losing my voice, because I didn't, I didn't, I thought I was gonna lose my voice. I didn't too. lose any voice. We had great calls, you know, incredible calls, good guests. Great guests came in. Uh, got a little messy at the end there, but we, we got were, real we, sloppy. We, but we were just, you know, we were running on fumes. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I didn't think it would go all the way to three o'clock. I thought it would be called around midnight. So yeah, but it took a little bit longer than we thought. But uh, we had great guests. We had a great time, and uh, we did reach a lot of people. And not only that. We went. We went to the front page of Mixler. We were on the front page, which, which is was, pretty impressive. Which, I don't know if that's good or bad. Okay, good think, for us or bad for Mixler. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell yeah, which that is, is which. True, yeah, but I know for a fact that we were a thing for a little bit. Nah, yeah, we, good, we right? had. I was looking at the the data. We had all over the world. We had at least people clicking on it. 
you know? Well, these people clicked in. Andorra. And you know yeah. Andorra. Yep. Antigua. Ooh. I've been there. Atlantis. Like the, like the resort? No, no, no. no. The city. <laughs> the city. The lost city. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here first. And there's also another. We had the first live vote. I think we may have in history. We broke history. That, that was incredible. Had Josh Warner talked, uh, called us on the on the phone here through the Skype, brought us in through the entire procedure of him voting. We heard him vote. He casted his vote in this presidential election. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I, I started trailing off pretty bad there. But, I mean, seriously, the, the stream was a success. People, every single one of you that tuned in and stuck with us and called us and talked to us. And, and listen, we love you from the bottom of our hearts. We really do. No, we appreciate from it. From the bottom yeah. of 100%. our glasses. Thank you all so much. Actually, I want to blaze our glasses in a toast. To yes. everyone who listened to the stream and everyone yes. who was oh, involved. Bring it. Thank you all Bring again. It. There it is. All right. That's for nice. you guys. Mm. It's oh, wonderful. Good. It's wonderful. Good. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. That's right. the show, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Good show, guys. Wait, we got nothing else. Good show. I wasn't prepared for. I didn't know we were doing this until like today. Yeah, we didn't know we were going to do the show. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? What? What do you want? Come on, just I don't know. Do a plug. Do you talking to the microphone? Do the plug. Not the plug. What plug? What Willowbrook? We have a plug. We have a commercial. Do we play it? Run it if you can. Do no, can you, you send it to it. me? I think you have it. You should I don't have, have it. it on here. Can you send? Is it on the drive? He's finding something. We should on the drive. Is on the drive. So yeah, we did make a commercial for the live uh, broadcast. Uh, we did run it. Uh, you know, it was wonderful. I'm saying for, for okay. Yeah. What? We could do it at any time. Why right? do we need to we do, do it have to do at it this right moment? now? I don't know. I feel like you know after the beer thing, you know, review. You know what? Pause it. <laughs> Pause it. Craft beer for this episode is provided by Willowbrook Beverage. Willowbrook Beverage is Staten Island's top destination for all your beer and soda needs. Willowbrook Beverage houses a vast inventory of craft beer, imported and domestic beer, as well as soft drinks. Special requests? Ask one of the friendly staff members who will be more than happy to order exactly what you're looking for. Whether you're gearing up for a barbecue, a party with friends, or recording the best beer podcasts around, you'll always feel welcome at Willowbrook Beverage. Willowbrook Beverage is located at 2530 Victory Boulevard and open Monday through Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Head down and stock up now. Don't forget to tell them that Three Beers In sent you. And that's our uh, that's our commercial, <laughs> our our first mid roll commercial. We got a commercial. <laughs> it's so good. It sounded great. That is for it was, Willowbrook it was Beverage. Uh, I was there today. I talked to Steve. Steve is a guy. You know, he brought up D Day today when I spoke. What? To him. <laughs> well, hang on. He was just you know. Is there a people. context? Well, we were talking about the protests and stuff, and uh, he was he was very upset about it and how how people have reacted. I said, listen, you know, people are upset, and he goes, yeah, but those guys in D Day, you know, do they have a choice? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, Steve. God, I got heavy. And I just went, you know, you know what? You're right, Steve. You know, you're right. Yeah. That, that, so, was, that was it. So that was it. Yeah. So um, one thing I wanted to bring up about, you know, getting back to the election a little bit is there's two things that came to my head, you know, after it actually sunk in that Trump won. 
okay? And one of the things were that the media, while it I, it de- definitely had an influence in the election, yeah. it it didn't obviously have enough where it derailed Trump. Yeah, I will so, say, yeah, I think you're right. So that's the first thing that came to my head. And the second thing, which I actually found very kind of concerning, is that, you know, given the polls before the election... Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, no God. one... No one had Trump winning. I didn't see one. Maybe the L.A. Times no one poll had Trump was the only one that had Close. it. You know? I had um, winning. Rob did, but he's not a pollster, so don't uh, Apparently I'm <laughs> so, a better pollster than all those people. Well, okay. You've gone maybe. Postal? I'm a, pollst- uh, a pollster now. You're, you're a pollster, pollster now? You're a yeah. pol- pollster. Um, so, they were oversampling Democrats, Eric. I'm not. I'm not shouting. None Stop of you shouting. believe me. No one. No one. I spoke to. I believe, never said that. Even when I showed them the numbers and where okay. they had the, they were You're getting preachy. No, I told no, him to open it up. And, no, and then, I'm sorry. He goes, I don't want to sound I preachy. Said this, I said this. Stop <laughs> shouting. I said this for months now, and okay. no one. No one. They thought I was fucking insane. Even when I showed I them closer than I showed them the numbers, and they were sampling forty-eight percent Democrat. 24% Republicans. Say, yeah. look, she's up by nine points. Of course she's up by nine points. You you doubled the number of Democrats you were surveying. Okay. And people thought I was insane for saying this. <laughs> Did you... I pictured, like, Rob in a room, like, a beautiful mind with math all over the wall <laughs> and being like, oh, my God, I got it! And then, like, he came out and told people, yeah. and they're like, oh. you think I'm crazy? No, they really did. You think I'm nuts? <laughs> it's right there! <laughs> that was me. And now here he is For now. Months more. And now here he is, like I told you, so I, I had the math on the wall. See, I would show right. people the numbers. They'd be good. They would do that. Like they went. Okay. They went. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what poll were you looking at? All of them. You, all of them. Fox and, News, CNN, the TPP one. Uh, the what was it? The Reuters. Trump hates TPP. Reuters was really bad. Ipsos. The only good one was Ipso the, Fatso. Ipsos. Oh. Uh, the, the mama, all of them were doing that to one degree or another, except for the L.A. Times poll, which was why? Not, and why, that's the only one that though? predicted him winning. Why though? Why was every poll? Well, it's either doing they that. they were expecting Obama turnout, which clearly was not going to happen, or they were just trying to uh, create a self fulfilling prophecy by saying, "Oh, she's going to win that much," and then no one would go and vote for him. So it was one of the two. A self-fulfilling no, prophecy. No honest pollster would have done that. If you look at just the pure demographics of voter registration, it's very obvious that Democrats and Republicans are almost even in their distribution in the voter population. And when you're, when you're polling D plus 12, D plus 15 on these polls, you, it's, it's just a dishonest thing to do. When, when did you – you're telling me it was like Weekly, this, every single up week. Up until – the day before the election, yes. up until the day, uh, well, by, the, and you, and by the, but you 15? could, but yeah, but you can even you were able to see the dishonesty because if you remember a week before election day, they had Clinton at what plus fifteen, yeah, she and was then, up big. Yeah, and then three up, days later, it big. narrowed down to two. Are you trying to tell me that Trump gained eleven points in a week? Vegas took no, the board. what they did yeah, was they, did. they realized how fucked they they how bad they were, and they were trying to be like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. That's because no, couldn't even Nate Silver, the the guy, clearly biased. He admitted he was biased. He gave Trump a one percent as a joke. Of well, then winning. okay, but if that was the case, why didn't Vegas 
give a line to a better line for Trump. Because they don't really know. The Vegas is also well, following those polls. They're going by polls. They're right. also following the samples. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if they if they looked at the polls and they were saying that, okay, Democrats are getting sampled by plus 15, plus 10, yeah, no one wouldn't, they, on wouldn't they adjust the betting odds? People were odds? talking about it. The just, thing is, it's not, I mean, it was crazy. It's not so much them adjusting the lines. It's the people that are putting the bets in that are adjusting the lines. So people are reading this in general. So you have the sheeple out there that are reading this and believing that Hillary's going to win. <laughs> he said sheeple. So Jesus yeah, but isn't it? They're they're the going to bet. They were betting Hillary nonstop. That's going to favor her. the more money placed on one side. That's yes. when the lines change. Vegas only sets the line. The yeah. people make a change, right? But market. But after, I mean, I would think that there's probably a bit of a, a combo of people making the bets and then new info coming to light. I mean, I think the info probably would adjust a betting line regardless of Well, the line started to dramatically change right before. So when we started following them, it only took about an hour or so into the polling, into election day, for it to actually start shifting. Once the polls started closing. It it, it started shifting almost immediately. Hillary was the favorite right before. Right. I'm not sure sure exactly what the numbers were, but they were pretty decent. I'm pretty sure Trump was like a plus 230 before it started. Do do you think the polls were maybe trying to get people to have a a, a lower turnout? That's exactly. They they were trying to create a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think what do you I mean think by that, that is such a grandiose. They were trying type to if if people they, their logic was if Trump voters saw that Clinton was up by ten, they would just not go and vote, and well, then she would be up by ten. Well, that that that's also part of the fact of why they were sampling more Democrats than Republicans to begin with. Is they were doing that to create the gap? Exactly, they wanted that. So yeah, it does make sense when you put well, it that way. I, yeah, I, I, I'd have to look at it. I think that might be a little bit overstated. You want me to show it to you? I think, yeah, actually, I, after I want to look yeah, at do it, it after. Um, because, but you know. um, I, what I was thinking was going on was that you know, if okay, yeah, there might have been some oversampling, but I don't think it was enough to make up that difference. But the the thing that I thought of is that I think people were actually legitimately afraid to say they supported. Trump. I said this way before the election began. I said this in the beginning that people. It, I said to you, was it the shy Sally syndrome or the shy yeah. Susan? But that's a problem. The silent majority. Well, I mean, look what happened to that guy that just got his ass kicked in Chicago. By that's, the way, just an update on that guy. He's he dead. never. No, no, no. He never said who he supported. The people that were recording the videos apparently, just because he was white, started saying that. Oh, you want to vote for Trump? He never once said he was a Trump supporter. Well, so it never, it never spurred out of my, that. My point oh, being terrible. though is that you know. There's a real problem that we have now if people are legitimately afraid to say who they support. Well, that no I one think... should ever, no. ever absolutely not be afraid to come out and say who they support. And I think that's if that was the case, we have a big problem. Well, I think that's half having to do with um, people just generally want to avoid conflict. So, like, when you come out and say you're a Trump supporter... People are going to challenge you on it, and you're going to have to. You're going to, yeah, you're going to have to like defend yourself and and defend your opinion. Right. And like I said before, when we a couple podcasts ago, when you're on the right, it's so easy for the left to just say that you're a racist or a right. bigot, and then it's just it's it that is such a it's not a small accusation. That's a very large yeah. accusation, and it and people are always they always feel that they have to it's defend themselves. I understand that, but you always feel like you have to defend yourself when that's said. Like, you know, I'm not a racist, I, and then you want to you have to find uh, uh, reasons why you're not. I mean, you at, know, it, I think it's absolutely at this point. If you get called a racist, um, it just means they've got nothing left. That's just the bottom line. 
Yeah, but a lot of these people are just making shit up. Like these things. What makes Trump a racist? Nothing. Exactly. What we know. I mean, we know people could come up with why he's a sexist because of just you know one little fucking thing he said. Uh, he had a campaign manager, first woman to ever lead a successful uh, presidential campaign. Thank you. These things yeah, could easily listen, be debunked. Trump has said some some fucked up things. If I, you know, he's I a mean, New Yorker. just to be honest, he has. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like the guy's a saint. Oh, no, he's mean, definitely he, not a saint. Yeah, he said some messed up things that you know would kind of make sense. Uh, some of the reaction that we're seeing, I just think it's at such a grand scale that. Well, it, I mean, he is the president, right? But I, I think. Well, let, let's put it this way. When Obama won, right? Yeah. There was plenty of people that were unhappy that Obama won. Mm-hmm. There was no protest. There was no... That I know of, there, there was none of this backlash that no, you're seeing now. And, you know, again, this kind of goes back to what do you believe these protests are about? Is it about the process? Paycheck. Or... Paycheck. What? Well, let me ask you, if, if it is no. a paycheck, who is it? Soros? So you think he's paying people to go out there and protest? Absolutely. But I mean, this is not good for the Democratic Party. No, it's, it, it's looking it, bad. It looks very bad for the Democratic Party. Or are they still Why trying to do this? Why is it bad for the Democratic Party? Because it looks like I mean, I mean, no, no one out there in the Democratic Party is denouncing this. It seems as if Hillary lost, and now the Democrats in the last two days have been a fucking disaster. Well, they're going to have to really rethink. They got to reel it in. The Republicans yeah. are going to be changed too. Both parties going to be. This is this is the this is one of the most. I mean, if you're speaking uh, politically, like I'm taking all emotion out of it, and you're looking at this just as a like politics. The turning point. This is this is the turning point in the history of the United States. Oh, big time. Okay, this is uh, this is someone who's not even just not a politician. I mean, the guy was the guy. I mean, really and truly, the the man was not involved in politics at all until about a year and a half ago. But even if, like, a lot of politi- politicians are like, lawyers, for the most part. They're, they're all they're, lawyers. Exactly. They're all lawyers. He's not a lawyer. No. He's someone no, this completely change, off the It cuff. changes the game completely. Now you have people that, like you said, don't have to have a political background, might just have interest in politics and have a lot of money. Yeah. And they're going to make a legitimate run. And maybe not even just a lot of money. You're looking at local government. I yeah. mean, you know, you look, you could actually let's say he's a successful president, has an excellent presidency. If he does run again and he's successful, I mean, he will be very old by then. Maybe that won't happen. But you know, if this does go in the right direction and America does become great again, as they were saying, as he's saying, it gives such legitimacy to someone who's not a politician to actually run for office mm-hmm. because you could say, believe in themselves. Look at not even just believe in himself, but you're running your campaign. You say Donald Trump wasn't a politician, and look what he did. You know, it's actually a turning point for politics. And I think that that is something that a lot of people are ignoring because you almost ask everybody about politics and about politicians. Mm-hmm. They all hate politicians. Yeah. I don't think there's any Republican or Democrat that could sit there and say, I really love politicians. But no one likes them. No one likes them. Because they're, they're all lawyery lawyer loos. It's too secretive. Even as open as it is, there's stuff that goes on that you don't know about. And, and there's always these corruption. There's enrichment that goes on, and like yeah. there's an acceptable amount of like you know, it's only this much. Yeah. Like Charlie Rangel didn't pay taxes for like oh, 35 God. years, and then they show those <laughs> pictures gave, of him they, in Puerto Rico. And they just gave him, they out. gave the guy a medal. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> they don't care. It's the, the, there's there's a lot of hypocrisy. The voters don't care. Yeah, but it gives like so you know with Donald Trump getting elected now, you know another guy that was really vocal during his whole campaign was like Mark Cuban. Oh yeah. And now you start to think about well. Maybe down the line, Mark Cuban decides he's going to run. 
you know, and it just it makes you it's think open. it's not out of the question. But now. you know what? It I like that because politics is now not the lawyer club anymore. It right. seems seems like it, it's a billionaire club. Yeah, <laughs> the billionaire club, club, or I mean, I mean even uh, even on a smaller level, local government. You know, who's to stop three beers you know, in for running? Yeah, you know, I was. Right. I've, I've always thought about that. You, you only need for like an assemblyman. You need to get like flip like three thousand people. That's it. That's we reached bad. eight thousand the other day. I know. We could maybe pull it off. I pull was looking it. in the the the, uh, the civil court judge. Yeah. Uh, there were a hundred and something uh, written in ballots. So I, I I take it that I got a hundred and ninety eight written ballots from. <laughs> so I came technically second place in the civil court judge race. So can you can you maybe can we get them? I didn't. Nope. I mean, I haven't called Kim yet to concede. But Give her uh, a call. I should probably get you her on the You should actually call and concede. I would love to have that. I want <laughs> to have that great. on the show. <laughs> I want to have you to call and be like, listen, oh it was God. a good, you you had a good, a good run. Campaign, just... Good campaign. Good campaign. And, uh, listen, you know what? I wish you the best. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> I, I, I think, actually, the, that next, was good. the next accomplishment for Three Beers In is to have you actually call in and concede. <laughs> or at least get a recording of the concession because, the that, would be, good, yeah. because that would be a quite oh. quite amazing. So, yeah, we, we really are witnessing a turning point in, in politics and in our nation's history. Uh, is there? I mean, everyone here is happy that Donald Trump has been elected. Okay, there's no mystery here that everyone in this room has voted for Donald Trump. Can you tell me, Dom, why you voted for Donald Trump? Honestly. Maybe I shouldn't start with you. Eric, can you <laughs> tell me why? <laughs> can I tell He's got to get some sample answers before yeah. No, I don't. I can answer you right now. I don't want you to. I'm moving uh, on to Eric here. Eric, as the uh, newest host and, and uh, person here on Three Bears Inn, you have some more. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's all. <laughs> oh, not on the MacBook. It might be Pro. all over him. Eric, what um, was your reasoning for, um, for, uh, for voting for Donald so Trump? So, my reasons for Donald Trump were uh, mostly economic. Uh, you know, his tax cut plan, where he's going to cut up to thirty five percent for the middle for middle class citizens, I think is great. Um, you know, that's something that I think is long overdue. Where, where most of us are paying way too much in taxes. Yeah. So um, I really like that plan. I support his plan to build the wall. Wow. Uh, yeah, it supports I do. the wall. Yeah, because I, I think it is going to listen. If you if someone's going to say that illegal immigration is not an issue, they're lying to themselves because it is an issue, and it's something that we need to get a hold of. You know that we have now. I think it's 11 million. They have undocumented uh, undocumented uh, illegal immigrants in in, the, in our country, and they haven't. I don't know exactly how many years it's been, but I know that number hasn't been updated for quite some time. So it's wow. it's it's definitely higher than that, and you know. These people aren't paying taxes, and you know they're they're taking government assistance, and that that's a stranglehold on the economy. Yeah. Uh, it hemorrhages and, money, and, right? And it's something that what is Trump's plan? Is he? It, it's a lot well, of stuff. you know, he wants to. I mean, if we're talking immigration, you know, the main thing is building the wall. Um, you know, he also talked about uh, this is very controversial, but the extreme vetting. Of, yeah. of citizens from countries that have a large, you know, terrorist kind of population, population or, 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 or just, terrorists. yeah, they harbor terrorists and things like that. And that's, you know, that's very controversial because people don't think that they should have to go through that and things like that. Um, you know, yeah. me personally, I do support him on that. Um, yeah. I don't want to get too much into that, but I, I, I just think, you know, for our national security, it's probably a good idea. Um. 
So there's that. I also support him. Uh, he wants to put a hiring freeze on federal jobs. Oh, the federal jobs, yeah. Which I think that's going to get weird. Is well, first of all, that's long overdue. Okay, number one, and uh, number two, you know, I'm not for big government. I like. Yeah. I want. I think it's going to uh, take too long. I have, well, people argue that he's actually a a big government. Not, not big government, but his policies do support big government. I mean, besides the wall, I'm not sure what. What would else you would... say? What would you say? Maybe is your number one reason for for voting for Trump? Is it is it say is it economic then immigration and then the and then it, what you saw in the first hundred days? Um, it would probably be economic for me. Economic. I just I think uh, his plans will work. I also uh, I don't want to go too long because I know other people want to talk, but I you know. Uh. Uh, Healthcare is a big thing for me too, oh, yeah. and I'm totally against Obamacare. I don't uh, think it works. I think anytime the government yeah. subsidizes anything, yeah. it it doesn't work unless you incorporate oversight into the into the industry that you're subsidizing from. Mm. And we cannot become a country that that gives oversight to corporations. I don't care what industry it is. We can't do that. So I'm, I'm very against Can I that. ask you now, because this did go a little bit long, but I want to now, because I wanted to yeah. ask everyone why for Trump. And now what's something that you don't like from Donald Trump? Um, something I don't like from Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump. Well, he needs to get the, how he speaks, how okay. he talks. Oh, yeah. He needs to do a much better job of that, okay? Because the way he articulates things yes. is awful. Which is a lot of the reason why we have the backlash we do now, because the way he says things. Wasn't that it, why you initially? I remember when this was when there was talk of uh, who was going to be the Republican uh, for for president. Yeah. I mean, you were a, a big Chris Christie fan because of his straight talking attitude. Right. Then I kind of Trump is a little bit too extreme. Well, no, I just think now as president, you need to reel it in a bit, and you know it, it's. Uh, <laughs> Dom hit his head right on the mic. I just want to. I just want to interrupt for that. That was so. Awful. So you think that he um, needs to clean up his act a little bit? Yeah, in terms I, I of just. His... I don't really. I don't care too much how he says things. Like I know. I do think he needs to articulate better. But yeah. he um, he could do a better job of getting of how he gets his message across. So I hear what you're saying. Um, you know, and I I think anything he, about his policies that you disagree with, or is it just him his personality? Uh you know what? To me, I, I most of the policies he's come out with, I really don't disagree with. I, I mean, what you're saying. I, I just, I, I think most of the things he has, especially his hundred day plan. Yeah. I, I, you know, I went through it, and I didn't. You liked it. I didn't find anything that I was like, oh, that's that's got to go. That going. That's all. the only thing I will say though, um, just real quick, is that um, the whole net neutrality thing he hasn't been very clear on with how he's going to handle that nobody knows what it is yeah well yeah. I'm, you know that he probably needs to kind of hammer out the details yeah kind of come out there. with something with that but um, I could go you can way go more into so I gotta move on we gotta move on really. go thank yeah. you for your, your input Rob why were you for Donald Trump and moving forward why for Donald because Trump? everybody hates him <laughs> okay so it's got it's obviously he's doing something right Want to elaborate on that? I mean, Eric had a If Wall Street hates him, if Republicans hate him, if Democrats hate him, if rich people hate him, if the rest of the world hates him and illegal immigrants hate him, (laughs) he's obviously good for the country. (laughs) Why? What do you mean, why? I love that. Just elaborate. Everyone else is on the dole here. We have a, you're, you've said dole. There's a dole. There's clearly a dole to dolee relationship going on. 
Okay. Talking about the dolphin. And then... Tom loves just elaborate. Now, I mean, you're having trouble, it seems, speaking about... I could go no, longer. No, I mean, how, how long <laughs> would you like... Can I go back to Eric, then? <laughs> okay. Just go into a little bit of detail, for Christ's sakes. I mean, you're sitting there going... Would you... Would you I mean, I don't have to, you, you don't have to fucking berate your, Can I go? your oh, interview. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the guest Dom, I could go Dom on for too. such a long time. So He's got a great some... tax plan. He's got a great way to combat the uh, the the uh, um, the lowering of these wages by these skilled illegal uh, right they're they're illegal immigrants that come in. Uh, so like H one N visas. Uh, if you're like a college graduate from like India or China or something, yeah, and you have a degree in like you know medicine or. You know, software, all that shit. Yeah. You come over and you get the H-1 visa and you can work. And But the thing is, you'll work for so cheap because you're just happy to be here. So you're taking these jobs that used to be $120,000 a year, $150,000 And you're doing it for $60,000 a year. Wow, I had no idea that was actually a thing. Yeah, and that's a huge thing. That's, that's why, called the H-1N-1 virus? No, it's the H-1N visa. Oh, excuse me. And that's like the type of visa you get to come here. Mm, yeah. And you didn't crack jokes in Eric's. <laughs> I mean, when you throw out a number that sounds like the swine flu. Yeah, it's not the swine flu. It's a bird flu. <laughs> but Sorry I yeah. didn't get the right... Yeah. Got, wrong you know, wrong flu. flu. Oh, the animal kingdom was a little skewed. Right. So, so, what, so what his what plan to combat had? that is, you know, he would... If you're, if they're issuing these visas, the minimum wage for someone's job under that visa would have to be $100,000 a year. Oh, so that okay. would pretty much encourage you to hire uh, American workers. And, um, you know, the tax plan's very good. Uh, cutting business taxes is a huge thing that needs to be done. People Dot people, Frank. Li- people, Frank like, to, people like to look at businesses and say, fuck them, tax them a bunch. Big corporations need to be taxed, all this stuff. But all you do when you tax businesses 35% yeah. is you discourage business. And that hurts everybody. That hurts everybody. Don't they want to leave? They'll hide. They'll put their money in Ireland where there's no tax. They'll put their money where somewhere cheaper. They'll do all this stuff. You don't. Why? Why are we penalizing uh, prosperous business like this? He's lowering it to fifteen. percent He wants to make it fifteen percent, which would be a really nice touch. Uh, There's all sorts of other stuff. Like you know, the one thing I'm not really big on his coal thing because I don't really believe in coal. Yeah. Although there's so much coal. That's the only. (sighs) See, it's a problem. Are you okay, Dom? He's big on coal. I'm not. No, he doesn't like coal. The thing I don't is, like we, coal. the problem with coal is we have like I don't like coal. We have like two hundred. We probably have like two hundred to five hundred years worth of coal just to but burn. It's, dirty. It's, it's, it's so dirty. dirty. That's the only issue. Uh, I'm sure there could be a way to do it. So now you care about the environment? No, I'm just saying from a practical point of I'll view. I'll tell you what. I'm being robbed burn. of my fall because. When I leave work, I don't need a hoodie, and that's not nice. I don't want a hoodie. You know, now that that comes you, up, you, that's probably the one thing I probably disagree with him about. He doesn't seem to give any kind of shit about the environment. Uh, well, I mean, the, the thing, environment. That, that's well, my problem. If it with comes him, to the environment, that's a good point. I didn't really uh, think of if that. If it comes to the wrong. environment, you know, everyone says there's nothing we can do about climate change. But is there? I don't know. I don't think so. And even if there is, I mean, what, what's what's going to happen? It's not going to be the day. Wasn't of... there a climate change in the Renaissance? Like the, that's the other thing. That's like, another I, thing I, that I, says. I jokingly would do in college. Like we, you, you would have to take these like mandatory classes for college. Yeah. These English classes when you have to do like critical thinking and find sources and stuff. Okay. And I knew how to type, and I knew how to write, and I knew how to think. Yes. So like I would just do joking things. So I did one presentation where I just disproved global warming. Okay. Not like officially, because I kind of still believe it exists, but I yeah. just did it as a joke. I found sources. And one of them was like, you know, in the medieval 
period, there was this thing called the medieval warm period, where temperatures were like 10 degrees higher on average than they are now. And the Renaissance happened. The Renaissance happened. <laughs> People the Vi- were happy. The Vikings had farms in Greenland and Newfoundland and stuff. They were very happy. And like you could, the really North happy. Atlantic, you, it, was, it was awesome and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, the little ice age happened in the 1800s where people were able to walk from Brooklyn to Manhattan because the East River froze over and stuff. So, like, you know, the, I, I don't know if it's really climate change or not. Or, or is just it the local, planet going Or just local weather events. Because if you look at, I mean, happening. we're going way off tangent, but weather has only been recorded for the last 100, 150 yeah, well, years. I mean, climates are generally, you know, over hundreds of years, and weather is pretty much over years. Uh. So you got to... Uh, if there's nothing you can do about it, who cares? We'll, right, move, so, we'll move inland a so, couple so miles. You, so, so what like, are some other things that you, you are big on for John Jordan? So your number one thing is economics? I honestly believe he's going to bring uh, production back into this country. I think he's going to find a way to do you that. You think he's going to do it? Whether it be tariffs or whatnot. And people, when you say tariffs, people go, oh, the iPhone's going to cost $6,000 or whatever. <laughs> no. And you know what? An iPhone, the price of an iPhone or any type of electronic. Apple did drop, by the way, quite a all, bit. It, mm-hmm. If you're if you want to buy stocks, buy all tech stocks right now because if he does put protective tariffs, it's a win-win. Yeah. If you think about it, because if he doesn't put tariffs on it, they're going to go back up. If he does, we're not retarded. We're going to be able to find a way to make them cheap here. It's not like we just need little Chinese hands to make iPhones. <laughs> there are other ways. Oh, I'm sure we could figure out a way to manufacture a, a, a piece of electronics in this country. Okay. Like it's not like it's the end of the world. We're yeah. not. We're not dumb. We're, we're innovative. Now, what's um, one thing that you disagree with with Donald I Trump? I disagree with. I mean, you know, he's a little hard on the immigration thing. I don't really know what you can do about that because it's kind of a, you're kind of stuck in a bit of a dilemma. Yeah. Like, are you really going to uproot, like, millions and millions and millions of people? I mean, amnesty was on the table. I mean, my neighborhood's going to be decimated. You think so? Yeah, poor Richmond is... But how do you you find these people? The one thing I don't want to see is, like, a... Brown shirts going knocking on every door. Ask, I don't want to see asking that. Asking everyone for their papers well, and stuff. Like, he, come uh, on. on the on the first hundred day thing, it says that he's not going to go to all illegal immigrants. He's going to go to criminal illegal immigrants. No, I understand. I don't. I, don't no I really don't that. believe there's yeah. a practical way so, to round up not every illegal immigrant in the country. Um, Why not amnesty? Why not just put them on the books, let them pay yeah, taxes, and let them live their I, lives? I don't have a problem with that either. I think I really think that the Republicans need to just you know pump the brakes a little bit and think about amnesty. Yeah, I don't think you should do like uh, just everyone right now. You're a citizen, but they should definitely. It's a bit of a. It's not. A, it's not really fair to people that I mean. I have a f- close family member that was from uh, Brazil. He came to it's this a country. Very difficult. And process. he became. A, he became a citizen, and it's a long. It takes years. Difficult process. Yeah. You but, have to take a test where there are questions on a there test that, that both you of you would not, fail. Oh, you guys would fail. You guys would definitely fail. <laughs> I thought Obama was trying to change that, by the way. He was trying to make it easier for the immigrants to well, become citizens. Well, he's trying to do a pathway to citizenship and all that stuff. You, but look a little, you look a little smug about us saying you'd fail. I don't think I would fail. You would absolutely fail. Oh, I agree. Uh, Eric, I just let that close over my pull head. Up, pull up the immigration test. I don't test, think so either. And I'm going to move on. I'm going to move so on because you, you no say way. immigration. I'm going to move on to Dom while well, you pull up the test. Well, I have one more. I, don't, he also, oh, okay. he, I wish he would talk about at least de-escalating the war on drugs a little bit. I would like that. I mean, let's do a little sidebar here. I think California and Massachusetts. Four or five states. Uh, recreational recreational. Florida was uh, yeah. uh, medical. Medicinal. I mean, we're getting closer and closer to marijuana being legal it, It's going to happen in the next 25 years. They should just get it I think it's going to be in the next uh, maybe seven I'm years. I'm saying as a complete 
as the country just making legalize it nationally. It's enough now. Yeah, just why it, not? I mean, really, before, that's what I'm saying. Within, I think within happen. a quarter of a century, that's definitely going to happen. I mean, you know, look at. I think that these states are also seeing the money that was made in Colorado. But here's the thing, right? Yeah, they want to tax, tax it. But, but look, <laughs> the, the way my view on that, though, just just I don't for think this, you tax it. Don't listen, tax why it. tax it? No, you should tax it. I don't it. like taxes. Yeah, okay, right, but just, it's listen, on a product. Hey, listen, you might be able to save Social Security with weed. Yeah, how, how great you might. is that? I it's only going to last a, so a long. Property tax, yeah. I agree with you. The thing is, but sales tax. The way I look at it is like Colorado is one is the first state to do it recreationally, right? Them in Washington, Colorado, Colorado, and and Washington. I know Colorado. I, I so I'm pretty, on, I'm pretty sure those are the first two. Now, they're the only ones doing it, so it's like they have a commodity almost. There's a lot of people that have traveled from a with it, a commodity. They've cornered the market. A monopoly, and it's a commodity of having recreational weed. A monopoly, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Just let it that go. Let it go. Ways. Let it go. Let's the thing on. is, is that the fact that people were actually traveling there and spending their money there so I mean that also is going to help in the surplus of money that they got out of the uh, legalization of it it's it's not bad for business no it's I not mean, I mean people won't go to Amsterdam anymore damn sure I was working with a guy I was working with a guy from Colorado and I asked him about it when it first came out and he he's like oh it's great you know they're building schools everywhere they're doing all this stuff because they have so much money wow from this and crime has plummeted because so so let's uh I don't mean to cut you off but I really want to get to everybody when it comes to this no, why were you for Donald Trump down so and then besides, we'll do a general discussion well, we besides got, of a couple a things that they oh. said you know yeah. I do agree with um uh, the limitation on I mean the hiring freeze the hiring freeze on federal yeah. government and everything like that besides that I'll get a little more sentimental on it I adore this man's patriotism Okay, his, yeah. his, his pride for this country, his patriotism, the way he feels about our veterans, for instance, tomorrow's Veterans Day. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's nice how it's happening all in the same week because I'm sure they're celebrating this victory more than anybody. Yeah. Because they're happy because they finally have somebody that's in office. An advocate for them. That's so going to take care of them. Um, those, that's definitely something that I look at and, and I'm proud of. The veterans to, declared for Trump early. Yeah, very, very early. early. He has so many people supporting him. Yeah. Generals and admirals, forget about it, everybody. Um, another thing is he wants to put a lifetime ban on the uh, White House officials lobbying. For foreign governments, right? Yeah, foreign governments. And actually, I think in general, just um, just for anything, they can't. They have to have like a certain distance away from it, like a few years afterwards. Five years. Yeah, so five years. Five years after you leave office, you, I mean, can't, it's, you can't campaign. It's legal well, yeah, well, bribery. That's a, that's a, that's a great way to destroy the establishment right there. Because you work there, you make some connections, and then you go work for a consultant. Bigly. So, so I think I'm, I'm going to just cut to me real quick. I think the number one reason that I voted for Donald Trump was my um, I hated Hillary Clinton <laughs> because she committed treason. I don't care what anyone says; she was she committed treason. Okay, she was a criminal uh, criminal in the State Department, and she hoard out the United States to the highest bidder while she was there. Um, I had enough of the Clinton machine, okay, her getting paid to make these speeches to Wall Street and then telling oh everyone that God. she wasn't for Wall Street, taking money from countries that oppress women where you need five men to confirm if a woman has been raped, yeah. and yet she's for women, or she's for the gays and the lesbians and the LGBT community when they're throwing those people off of the roofs of their countries, and she accepts money from them. So for me, to start was a big anti-Hillary thing because I think she was uh, she was quite evil. 
And then I really got caught up in the patriotism, like he said. I really feel like there is an underlying patriotism in this country where people should not be ashamed to be proud of this country. Because I even told Rob years ago, I said, I want to get a tattoo of, like, America yep. somewhere on my arm or, or my leg or something. And he said, yeah, but think about how shitty this place is. And I, I was like, that. no, you said, like, think about how terrible America, like, you, because I, I had said it's to, a bit nationalistic. You never said that, because what I said to him was... Uh, <laughs> Because I would never say, look how shitty this place is. Because I remember that my rebuttal to you was, let's not pay attention to the to the political machine, but be proud of the people of the United States. Right. You know, people. the people of the United States are, are, are amazing. So so that was one of the big reasons. And uh, I really just agree with everything he said economically, cutting the taxes, getting jobs back. I love the wall because you have a fence there right now and it just doesn't do the job. So why not build well, a I, very offensive, it, a very effective fence? An offensive there's, wall. <laughs> yeah, but there's also there's not that, that much of a staff down there either to the patrol. Border it. Patrol loves it. I mean, seriously, it's going to help them tremendously. I didn't realize how shallow the Rio Grande was. Oh, yeah, it's you could just very walk shallow. over it. Yeah, it's like it's like this deep. I thought it's it was not like, bad. I thought it was like a raging river. There's it's like one, a creek. The, I, I almost agree with just everything he has said because I mean the man says he wants to make America great again, and uh, everyone says, "Oh, when was America great?" Blah blah blah. Listen, America's been great since it started. Okay, right. slavery was bad. We took care of it. All right, but we were we were we're the best. We have the ability to be the number one in absolutely everything in the world. Okay, we're we're still so great, yet being just drained. Even like we're just running on fumes, and we're still the best. Yeah, okay, 100%. we're still the best. So now I just want to see America rise up and just be the absolute superpower of the world because we can't be conquered. We've we've already established that. No one could come and take so us. Hard no. To do. no one could come and take uh, us. Uh, honestly, and come and get some. That's all. I have to say. But there's one thing that I will say that I'm against Trump with. His law and order platform was not very well planned out. Okay, he didn't really say much. And then I think one of the biggest debacles of his campaign was when he talked about how positive Stop and Frisk was when Stop and Frisk is unconstitutional. It is. I don't believe at any moment in anyone's life they should be stopped by anyone and told what to do by anyone. I don't care if you're a police officer. I don't care. Okay? You're not supposed to... You can't stop someone and then search them. Okay? That is unconstitutional. And he never gave any other type of, you know, response. And I know a lot of people who are police officers. I know they have a very hard job. Yeah. But you cannot infringe on people's God-given rights. And that's one of them, that yeah. I can walk down the street unaccosted by anyone, and you can't have authority to tell me that I cannot do that. So right. so for me, stop and frisk is a, is terrible. Well, that's not even a big thing on his... He just, I think they no, just, I mean, I he think said they just it, asked him he, about he, it, and yeah, he, he said, said, oh, it's he, great, it worked. Yeah, he said it was great, and it worked. Well, it kind of did work. I mean, yes, but <laughs> you're stopping people. Oh, no, I, I disagree with the, the, the principle. But, I'm just but, saying it But he work. never gave an alternative. He never said anything else about there law and no order other than... You'd be in jail to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> true. And Hillary should go to prison. Wrong. She's probably wrong. Oh, there it is. I was waiting for someone so, to So, Rob, in closing, do you have the citizen's test there? Yeah, you want a couple of them? Wait, can I just say – I just want to say one thing before we, we do that. <laughs> what? Um, you already are a citizen? No, no, no. I just, want to, I just want to speak a little bit about, you know, definitely what's going on today. Yes. Um, if, you, if you're out there and you're listening and you didn't vote for Trump, you know – I totally get it. I think most people that did vote for Trump totally understand why you didn't. Okay? It's understandable 
we get it, and it's 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 something that w- people are not ignoring. But the only thing I would ask, and I think most other Trump voters are probably just asking for, is that you give the guy a chance. Okay, yeah. let him get into office, give him his term to see if he can improve things. If you don't like what he does, you have every right to complain and and, and say what you want, badmouth him, whatever. Okay, but all I'm asking, and I think a lot of other people are asking, is that you please just give him a chance, see how it goes, and yeah. then make your judgment. You're right. You're absolutely That's right. right. And I did say this earlier to us, uh, to you, when I was talking to you, um, that if it all goes according to plan and he does great things, I will never, never hold up saying I fucking told yeah. you so. Yeah. Right. Because you know what? If he does bad, how fast are they going to throw it into people's faces who vote as for Trump? As fast they instantly. fucking can. So, and I'm not a I told you so kind of person most of the time when it comes to people's personal feelings. When it comes to sports right. and stuff. And, uh, what, what, I'm going to say <laughs> I told you so. Right. Okay. I will tell them until he either passes away in office or or his term ends. Right. Okay. And if you see a, a, an offensive image of like a swastika that says, oh, yeah. you know, Trump 2016 or whatever, yeah. just, you know, please understand that that is not what the majority of no, that's just an ignorant person of Trump supporters believe in. You don't okay? know who did it's that. It's one or two. To a couple, a few people that did that, it, it's a very small, small, small group of people that have done stupid things like that that no one else condones. And how can Whoever he? How, how can he stop? It? What if like, you see what? a Pepe the Frog? Ooh, Ooh. Pe- oh. that's good though. <laughs> Pepe. Right. All right, look, I'm going to play this music, and we're going to do some of these questions. Okay. okay. Can All I just right. make one point real quick? Nah. No, 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 real quick. I'm going to make the point anyway. Right, I'm go, just going to go, go ahead go, and do go. it. Go. The people that, that th- first of all, the two people that they look up to the most is Obama and Clinton, right? Yeah. This, this, this music is impossible. They're not looking to their leader who's also saying to give Trump a chance. And that's what's annoying, and that's what right. they should do, is just have an open mind about it and listen to Hillary and Obama, because they're both, you're making a lot of, is that what you're doing? No. He's turning you up. Well, I can see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're they right. should you're listen right. to their people, they should. and they're saying give him a chance. You're right. 100% Let the right. process move along. So now, in okay, closing... Let's do these questions. Okay. <laughs> let's get to the questions. Is it multiple choice? Uh, no. Oh. It, comes, it comes from a list of a hundred. Uh, they usually pick ten, and then you gotta get, I think... It's like a driving test. I think you gotta get six out of ten. Six, six out of pick. ten. Yeah, so question on. number one, because I will pick them out of the hundred. How many amendments does the Constitution have? Oh. Twenty-eight. Twenty... Is it Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Thank 27. you. That's America. <laughs> do, you get, do you get points? It's a close. You get both, points you're both for being wrong. Close. Looks like you're going back to Mexico. So <laughs> I got one. I got one. I got one. Uh, uh, here twenty-two we go. is close. close. Uh, name, name one branch or part of the government. Legislative branch. Judicial. What's the only other one? <laughs> There's only one more. You go to Mexico. There's <laughs> <laughs> the executive. The executive branch. Uh, Come on. <laughs> okay, and who is in charge of the executive branch? <gasps> let let the, Froggy redeem yourself. Redeem yourself. Redeem, executive you orders. Executive orders. Help him out, Eric. The president. The president. It's the president. <laughs> oh God. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, stay. Hang in there. Come on. We elect a U.S. representative for how many years? What's the term limit for a U.S. representative? It's two. Four. 
Two. Answer's two. Thank you. Uh, what, about you what about U.S. Senator? What's their term limit? I think that's six. four. Or is, oh, no, it is nine. six. I think it's it? six. It's six. It is six. Okay. There you go. We're, we got to make it. All right, I'm done with the test. No, this is no, 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 no. Come on, come on. He's going out on top. Come on, this is great. If the vice president and president both pass away, this who becomes the president Secretary of the State. United States? Secretary of State. Is a laughing clown? I heard that. Um, uh, if the president and the vice president both die. Isn't it the speaker of something? It's the, it's, uh, it's the majority speaker. It's not a, that's not a position. Well, well it is. <laughs> he just made up a position. No, is it the speaker of something? It's the speaker of the house. It's the speaker of the house. That's okay, what I said. Okay, He's I, a majority, I, I, majority I, speaker. That's, that's not it. That's, and you know what's like funny? Yeah, hang on. Let me just talk to... Dom really copped out of that one because we were speakering and, and he, he was just sweating. Okay, <laughs> we were we were we were at least trying. I'm giving myself. Okay. Uh, Wait, this question is just for him now. What are two cabinet level positions? I don't know. <laughs> he just doesn't know. No, I got nothing. Oh man. <sighs> Attorney general is one of them, right? Isn't it? Well, I'm not going to say yes until I get answers. And uh, press secretary. Oh, oh uh, ch- chief, uh, chief of staff. Well, you no, you're press. wrong, uh-huh. and you got one. Chief of staff and the, uh, I don't know. Can someone ask Rob? All of the secretaries. Uh, I'll get them all right. All, all of the secretaries. <laughs> He's looking at the list. Yeah, but I know these. No, I don't know. All about of the sec- that. so all the different d- departments. Okay, my blood. Let's do one more. We'll do one more. One more. One more. Who is the chief justice of the Supreme Court? Oh, right now? Right now. Oh, shit. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Hmm. So I don't know. It's, a, it's the I white guy. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't really... I thought it was a woman. Ruth? Ruth it Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> yeah. It isn't Sotomayor, is it? No. no, of course not. I thought it was Ruth. It's John uh, Roberts. G- give us another one. That one's a little obscure. How many justices are there on the Supreme Court? That's... that's uh, is it uh, 12? No. Eight? No. Nine. It's nine. There, we currently have eight because Scalia got murdered. But Scalia got murdered. Wait, what? He kind of just you, died. <laughs> just gonna let that go. Well, he, he, uh... All right, give us one more. Give us one more. Not not too hard though, because Froggy hasn't said a word in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I passed, by the way. So I just want that known. I, I mean, this was you no. Kinda, I passed. You kind of agreed a, a lot of times. All right, come on, come on, come on. I passed. Right, well, this is all government. So let's go to American history. Oh, there we go. Come I'm on. Why didn't different. you fucking get into that? I didn't realize it was it was done that way. Oh. Uh, there were 13 original states named... Oh, that's too easy. Like, oh. Named three. That's, pe- that's a piece of... Oh, yeah. Where on. was the Constitution written? Oh. oh. 
Hmm. Name one of the two longest rivers. Nah, it's easy. Mr. Sher. Mr. Sherver. Mr. Sherver. Oh, God. During, uh... Before President Eisenhower was a president, what... He was a general. What war was he in? I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Uh, president Eisenhower was a general before he was here. a president. What war did he serve in? Dwight. I like Dwight Ike Dave, Eisenhower. Dwight David Eisenhower. I like Ike. I have no idea. Supreme Allied Commander. Supreme Allied Commander. Europe. D-Day. Infamy. No. Well, not really. Went to Berlin. You really don't know these things? He marched to no. Berlin. I think so. Are you guys well, retarded? I already, I already passed the test. Wait, no. Just, just give me your Take best. A guess. Give me your best guess. Just by math. Just... Who was the president after Eisenhower? Does it say anything about Greek Independence Day in there? Absolutely not. This is actually this is actually really surprising that I would be I would think you could get oh god Dwight Eisenhower Dwight David General Eisenhower, Eisenhower. Ike some of France D Day I don't even know what the question is I didn't S- listen World War Two Same Private Ryan World War Two Who was the president during World War One <gasps> What 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 what, what? Would, would you, I'll give you a would hint. You, would Woodrow you, Wilson? <laughs> I'm trying to... I want to give a hint. Trying to help him out. I, nah, I knew that one. Oh, God. All right, well, we got to wrap this up. All right, that so was So you good. both... Think so we're we're going to put you off on a bus. Rob's going to Mexico. Take you down to the border. Why is Rob going to go to Mexico? He didn't know any of that. I know all of this. No, he didn't. Froggy over here is no, retarded. I'm done. <laughs> He's <laughs> retarded. I'm done. It's all over. That's it. So, ladies and... <laughs> oh. Je- did you Jeez. stop doing Second this? Second time today. because he has to <laughs> Second time. So, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our post-election day special episode. We really want to thank you for tuning in. And if you're any of the new listeners that we got from that episode, please contact us at 3beersin at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, beers in, I-double-N-I-N-N, at gmail.com. 3beersin at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.3beersin.com. Dot com. And also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, and you could actually become friends with our, our executive producer, Douglas Goatbeard. And uh, we're going to really work on that Election Day special episode, try to hammer out some of those great highlights and put it into a podcast for you people to enjoy and listen to. We want to thank you for listening, and we want you to tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Three Beers In.